Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Sushipay, the online community information platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Trish Irvine from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in her life. Jesus departed to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. When day came, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, Simon who was called a zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a stretch of level ground. A great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And even those who were tormented by unclean spirits were cured. Everyone in the crowd sought to touch him, because power came forth from him and healed them all. When I was reading this gospel, I was struck by something very small, but also quite significant. And it's a detail that I had never really recognized before. It said, when day came, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles. And I was picturing this huge crowd of disciples who have been following him and listening to his words and just delighting being in his presence. And then I was thinking of the experience of twelve being chosen from the crowd to be his closest followers. And immediately what came to mind next was what would that have been like to be in this crowd following Jesus, but you're not chosen as one of the closest ones. And it seems almost like there would be this sadness that as Jesus calls out the names of his apostles, that the others in the crowd would find themselves willing to have their name called so they could follow him. And I guess in a way, I don't entirely know what to do with that experience of being in a crowd, wanting to be chosen, and then seemingly not being chosen for a particular mission or something that you really desired. But what comes to mind is recently I was watching the movie Father Stew and there's this line where he's wrestling with striving to become a priest. And because of some news, he's led to the chapel and he makes this comment when speaking to the Lord and he says, you love me, but you don't want me. And there seems to be this really common experience in our humanity of wanting to be chosen and yet often feeling like in many ways we're not chosen for things. 
But in reflecting on this, I think what I'm led to kind of consider, it's not a neat solution, but it's this reality that the Lord does choose us, but not always in the way that we want to be chosen every time. That, of course, the other people in the crowd, the other disciples, still are followers of Jesus and still desire to be with him. But the mission that he had for them didn't involve being one of the twelve. And that doesn't make the mission worse or less important. It's just that they weren't called to be an apostle. They weren't called to be one of these twelve. And in my own experience, and probably in your experience, a lot of the suffering comes in when we focus on that we didn't get the thing that we desired. We didn't get the life that we wanted or the job or some aspect of a career or some part of our family seems to not be what we wanted. And that if we only focus on that, then yeah, there's great suffering. But if we consider that the Lord is always offering to us a particular mission and that he desires to share this life with us in some way, even if it doesn't fit like what we have constructed in our minds, that it's what would be the greatest good. So today I just want to invite you, without necessarily solving any of the problems that you're considering or reflecting on, just to invite the Lord into the parts of your life where maybe you don't feel like you've been chosen, where you didn't experience the fulfillment of the desire that you have in the way that you wanted it, and just to, through the grace of God, surrender them to the Lord and to invite him into those places of lack that he can do something there. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for the ways that you model to us how to be in relationship with the Father. We ask for the grace to be able to choose to follow you and to accept the mission that you have for us and the call that you have for our lives, even when it looks different than we desire. And Lord, we surrender to you all of the times that it feels like we weren't chosen, all of the times when we didn't get what we preferred, all of the things that seem to be lacking. And Lord, we ask that in your grace you would enter into those places and you would fill our lack. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.